Welcome to Something Wiki This Way Comes. We're off to a great start. I'm Thomas Tolls. I'm Jesse Bergen. And I think we speak for just about everyone when we say Happy Valentine's Day, folks. Mm-hmm. Turn up that berry white music. Mm-hmm. Make sure that your bed is covered in rose petals. Make sure all... 43 scavenger hunt notes are hidden correctly. Make sure you got that bubbly on ice. Make sure the most romantic movie, The Notebook, is in the DVD player. Mm -hmm. And sit back and enjoy. Now, we're going to deal with a unique Valentine's Day situation today. We're also going to talk essentially and yeah, lower I like think, this. I think in honor of Valentine's Day, everything is going to be delivered in a deep, milky baritone. Just a melted chocolate oozing out of our mouths. Mm-hmm. Try to imagine my tongue is a bubble bath. Yes, my vocal cords are two heavenly bodies lighting up the night. Mm. And, oh, that joke... That's a shooting star. Remember to make a wish. Now, this podcast, we analyze WikiHow articles together, teach you a little something you might not have known, and then improvise based on our conversation. Yeah, improv. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Now, this article is... How to find out who is sending you Valentine's cards. We said it would be unique, and we delivered. Here's what the intro says. It's Valentine's Day, and you've received a card. But just who is it from? Who is it from? This article explains how you might go about finding out who has sent you that secret Valentine's card. Just imagine our tips and tricks like a waterfall of love. When you hear the sound of my voice, you'll relax into that waterfall. Now, step one, ask questions about the mode of delivery. How did you receive the Valentine's card? There are vital clues in the mode of delivery if you look closely. Nothing sexier than clues, Thomas. Mm-hmm. That's why I always watch Blue's Clues on my anniversary. That's very special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it's really heating up, we guess it after the second clue. So if it was hand-delivered, your valentine, that is, consider who you know that lives locally. Mm, so, for example, perhaps someone you know, and not an anonymous international Lothario trying to win your heart. A European gigolo, if you mm, will. A deuce bigelow, if you will. I won't. <laughs> okay. Alternatively, if the Valentine's card was sent by mail to your house list, consider who has access to your home address. Keep in mind, if your name and address are publicly available, this clue will not be so useful. Yeah, if you've put your address on Facebook, it could be all 900 of your friends. Mm, So disregard that clue. Have a look at the postmark on the front of the envelope. 
This may give you a clue to the area your admirer is from. Be careful, though. The sender may have been very clever about finding a post office well away from their usual haunts. Yeah. So if you... I know, especially if they're a hacker, they might reroute their Valentine's note through several servers and post offices. That's right, and if that Valentine's note was sent electronically, you might have to hack the mainframe. Ooh, get in that mainframe, dig around. And if you really dig deep into the mainframe, you'll find some sexy little secrets. Okay, on to step two. I know you're at the edge of your seats, and I hope your mystery card hasn't troubled you too deeply. Step two, sum up the nature of the card. Oh, yeah. Mm, so you can receive lots of different types of Valentine's cards. Isn't that right, Jesse? Yeah, you can receive... You know, poetic Valentine's mm, Day cards, yeah. scientific Valentine's Ooh, Day cards. E equals MC throb, oh, throb. Ooh, that was vis visceral. You could yeah. even receive a, a ransom note in the mail, yeah. which, while confessing its love, also exactly. asks for Bring money. Bring your heart to the tree at Central Park. Yeah, and I'll let your dog live. Ooh. Now that's intimate. Mm. You can also receive Garfield Valentine's cards, oh, which feature one of his you. classic phrases. I love you almost as much as I love lasagna. I, being without you would be like Monday every day. Be my Liz, I'll be your John. It would be odious if I did not have you as a normal part of my life. Oh, I was going to make a normal joke, but you stole it. That's right. So, Arlene on me when you're not strong. So, in summary, if your admirer could be a fat cat with a taste for Ooh. Italian pasta. Or just a fat cat on Wall Street mm. putting those hundos in your card. Yeah. If it has that rare upside-down stamp that's worth a million dollars on it, you might want to check Wall Ooh. Street. Kevin O'Leary might be sending mm -hmm. you his love. Now, once you've figured out the nature of the card, you're going to move on to step three, analyze the message. What exactly has the sender written on the card? Your admirer will want you to find out who they are, so we'll hopefully leave a clue. Dan Brown famously wrote in his historical novel, The Da Vinci Code, mm, which we have covered before. A clue, no spoilers, but apparently one of the apostles was a woman. Mm-hmm. Maybe so for that. let's just say if you got a Da Vinci painting inside of your card, Dan Brown could have the hots for That's you. That's right. Now, look this, for <laughs> go ahead. This, uh, no, please. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say maybe it's a book cipher. Mm. Find a book, count a certain number of words on each page. Maybe it'll spell out. I want to smooch you all night. Yeah, it could also be an acrostic poem. Perhaps each capital letter spells out the name, location, and hobby of your secret admirer. Check out that sexy, sexy library book on the Fibonacci sequence. Mm -hmm. Perhaps there's some sort of conch shell spiral mathematical equation. Yeah, one plus one equals two. That's a romantic part of the Ooh, Fibonacci because sequence. Because two equals love. Yeah. Is the handwriting familiar to you? Don't put too much thought into this one. They may have tried to disguise it. Or 
if they're real clever, typed it out. Yeah, baby. We're going to mention the handwriting, but like a coy lover boy, we're going to pull it away because its significance is questionable. Did you get a love letter from Comic Sans? No, that's a computer phone. Mm -hmm. Unless your friend has a sense of humor about it. Mm. Hello, Times New Roman. I want to send Seraph around my edges tonight. Mm -hmm. Love gives me wing ding a ling ling. <laughs> yeah, copper plate gothic. <laughs> when I see you at night, I get chiller up my spine. I want to live in your house because I'm a hobo. I want to write love letters to you like Ernest Hemingway on this American typewriter. Yeah. I want to courier new my heart to yours. Hey, I, you and me have a Futura together. Oh, that's a good one. Georgia, will you be I'm mine? I'm up to my Gil Sands and your affection. <laughs> and so on, folks. Step four. Once you've analyzed the message and the font, probe the suspects. Ooh, probe those suspects. Probe mm. them. And they're going to be probing you later that night. Whoa, whoa. By now, you must have reduced your list down to a few key players. Yeah. Find a time when you're alone with each of them and casually bring up the subject of Valentine's Day, which yeah. comes up so naturally. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about... Your son's concussion. Is that a flower in my own lapel? You're going to want to <laughs> deploy all your Sherlock Holmesian tricks to read their face when you drop them hints. Yeah. Oh, you're firing me, boss? Well, you got me fired up with love. Oh, coach, we're moving in a different direction with the team? Well... I got to touch down on your shoulder and ask you a question. Oh, ma'am, you want to know what time the 11 bus stops here? Well, my heart has not stopped beating for you. Oh, politician, you're wondering if you could have my vote this, this upcoming election? Well, I vote for you to reveal a secret to me. Oh, a picture of the Mona Lisa on this page-a-day calendar. I want to tear your page with your mm -hmm. with your mm -hmm. consent, obviously. Now, keep in mind, this is from the article, if they blush, grin uncontrollably, or show a lot of interest, you're probably on the right track. Remember to keep that uncontrolled grin just totally free range. Yeah. Don't try to rein those yeah. smiley tips in. Look, as soon as you press them, they're going to be smiling ear to ear like a Cheshire cat. Yeah. Ask them if they sent any cards this Valentine's Day. If they say no, drop the subject and move on. You mm. should always trust the first thing anyone says. Otherwise, you'll move through the world alone and frightened. Unfortunately, if they've listened to our podcast on keeping their crush a secret, they may just be playing coy. Thank you, Francis. Thank you very much. Now, once you discover the culprit, choose the next move. It's down to you to decide whether you want to take things further with your secret admirer or not. Now that you know who it is, you're in a, a game of sensual chess mm -hmm. where the pawns are your 
physical touches and the horses are compliments. That's very, very analogous to what this feels like, folks. Now, we're going to leave it up to you to make that final decision, but there are some tips oh, yes. and warnings. And a very important thing you'll need, a Valentine's card and the envelope it came in. Yeah, check those boxes. Make sure you got those if two things. If you didn't receive a Valentine's card at all, you don't have to put in the work of finding out who didn't send it to you. We should all be so lucky for such a time, say mm -hmm. Now, the first tip, remember that mates sometimes send cards for a lark. So take it with a sense of good humor if it turns out that they were just doing it for fun. Now, I think they mean mates in the platonic, kind of I Australian would, sense. I would have to disagree. Oh. I think they mean a sexual partner who does not have any romantic feelings for you and does not want to tie you down with something as serious as a card. Yeah, like, I'm just going to send you this, you know, deeply felt emotional card just to weird things out and make our relationship strange and complicated. And if you have several cards from different admirers, you'll have to spend more effort on finding out which senders might have sent them to you. Oh, you're going to have to get out that yarn, put those pictures up on a conspiracy get court board. Get some thumbtacks, folks. Mm -hmm. You're going to be there for all night. Yeah, you're going to be trying to figure out who shot JFK. And who shot Cupid's arrow into you? Maybe the same second shooter. <laughs> it was the second lover. As behind that grassy knoll. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and folks, love is a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy that two people choose to believe in together. No despite, matter how crazy no it might seem. No matter how little research supports it. No matter how many YouTube videos circle things in blurry photographs. No matter how many times the U.S. government blames it on a Middle Eastern power. That's right, folks. You just gotta choose to believe and keep watching the skies for lovebirds. But be careful, you lovebirds. Some of those wires you could land on may be electrified. Here's a warning. Don't badger people over the card. Not only is this bad manners, but it might change the mind of your true valentine. So this is where an interrogation becomes a disappointment. Yeah, you got them. You've offered them water. They're sitting. You're standing behind that one-way mirror watching them. Things you, might get a little sour. You gotta play it double smooth when you're trying to find out about that valentine. You gotta play good cop, sexy cop. Mm. So we hope that these tips and tricks have helped you to figure out who that mystery writer is. Whether it's Arthur Doyle or Sir Conan. I think we got it somewhere between the two of us. And now, close your eyes and let us paddle this gondola into the Lake of Improv. Edgar, Edgar. Yeah, what's up? Babe, I got your card. Uh, great. It is, uh... 
Walker. It is just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's you know, I know how much you like uh, all those... Um, uh, oh, the pictures of the cats with mm, heart, yeah, you hearts love... in their eyes. Oh, I knew you got love for those those cats, baby. Oh, well, you just know me so well, Edgar. <laughs> yeah, well, happy Valentine's Day, anyway. <laughs> Did you check your mailbox? Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I liked it. Oh, well, what did you like about it? I liked most of all that it was romantic, I think. Oh, I worked so hard on that aspect. Mm -hmm. And also that it was in honor of the holiday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know it's my favorite holiday. Yeah, and and that there was a heart somewhere. Oh, I hid it very carefully, but clearly <laughs> yes, okay, you yes. got out the magnifying saw, glass I and you found, found that hidden that heart. heart. Yes. You know, it's our first Valentine's Day, and I just... You've outdone yourself because, well, we weren't dating before this. Mm. But you've... And now we are, really right? Yourself. Well, I mean, what did the card say? Uh, it said, I mean, it's so obvious, it's it's almost embarrassing to have to repeat it. Oh, I don't care how embarrassing it is, just uh, repeat it to me. Oh, what, I'm trying to think of one of my favorite lines. Oh, there's so many, right? Was the, you, the my eyes. Oh, mm. Yes, that your eyes. Yes, you said. They sparkle, you remember yeah, what I said, oh, they, they sparkle, like? yes, and. Like, like sparkle, a menorah. Like, yes. Because you remembered that I'm Jewish. Yes, I did remember Good. you were Jewish. Yes. I mean, you're always you're always ordering latkes. It was mm. it was right there. That's a stereotype that I'll have to agree well, with. Well, it's just what you do. So yeah. I don't think it's yeah. a stereotype. No, if it's, it's if it's it, one not of if your it's characteristics. True. Yeah, yeah, Edgar. you're right. You're right. Uh, well, I'm so glad that that this uh, you know felicitous. Yes, serendipitous even. Se yes, it feels, can I say it feels surprising to me? Really? Because I, up until writing my card and reading your card, yes. had no idea that you had any feelings for me. In fact, Wait, what, really? I, I thought maybe that you were an older married woman. Edgar, <laughs> I may be older, but I'm not married. Well, excuse me for thinking so, but I, I did go out on a limb and write a card. I mean, yes, you did, and I gotta say, I, I don't even know where you took some of these pictures. Mm. It's like you must have been hiding and just kind of snapped right. at me while I was going about my daily routine. Right, yeah, because we've had so few interactions yeah. uh, previous to this, and, I, and it's great, it's great. It's great that we can finally spill our hearts and say our true feelings, and, and maybe you should start. Um, I just, can I just ask you something that's really been on my mind? Yeah, sure. What, did you, what did you mean by that last verse in the poem? Uh, maybe oh, if you recite it for me, I'll, I'll be able to hear it in your words. Okay, um, let me start with the first line of the verse. Does that sound good? I mean, yeah, that sounds quite appropriate. And maybe... The first word I'll begin with as well. 
Yeah, I lo- that's how we read in Western uh, society, left to right, first word first. And it's okay if I'm paraphrasing slightly. Oh, it's I, I would be insulted if you right. didn't. Right. Yeah, I know how you hate accuracy. Yes, and just prattling on and well, on and on and on. Okay. Just, you know, cut to the chase, I stay. Don't prattle, on and on. Your lips are like a vase. And I want to be squeezed in them like a piece of metal in my high school class. Do you love me? Is that pretty much... No, that was entirely different. What? That didn't make any sense. (laughs) Did you send me this card? Look, I'm not big into poetry, okay? Did you send me this card? All right, no. I didn't send the card. I was so sure it was you. I mean, you live next door. It had that upside-down stamp. I don't know how... This is a really weird coincidence because you sent me a card. Yeah, I did. But my mailbox was empty. But you live at 936 Acreage, right? No, that's... I'm pretty sure that's where Dan Brown lives. Dan Brown? Oh my gosh, you know, he's been... I've seen him around a lot. He's at the coffee shop when I go. I I see him always outside when I'm outside, you know, sitting on the lawn. I think Dan Brown might have a thing for me. Look... I am so sorry for pulling you on this stupid oh charade. My, I just so I was so no, I was embarrassed, oh, and I Edgar. and I tricked you, and I should have just been honest from the beginning. I but thought you were, I thought you were making all this this whole year. You were, I thought you were making eyes at me and flirting. Oh my I, gosh! I'm sorry. I, I just I think we're at different stages in our lives. What do you What do you mean? I'm. I'm up for anything. It's just, you see, I know you're not married, but you seem married. And I just, I want to, you seem like you are in an unhappy marriage. And for a single person to seem that way, I just, I'm sorry. It's just not where I'm at right now. Edgar, you know, I, I'm really struggling with my job right now. And, and in some ways, I yes, I am married to my job. You know, yes, I, I put in 90-hour work weeks. And, and yes, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm getting much out of it and, and I'm not getting respect at work. And, and so in a lot of ways, yes, it does yeah. feel like a one-way relationship. Well, hey. Uh, but uh, I, maybe I need someone Look. to set me right, set me back on course. And... For all intents and purposes, Dan Brown could be that guy. He's so mysterious. Right. I mean, even that, from what I managed to glean, that Valentine's Day card was a was a coded message of love. Let me look at it again. It's an acrostic. Whoa. Read it with me. It okay. spells out his name. I'll start with the first word. Yes. Dearest, you are my soul. And a soul needs a body. Not unlike a fish needs an ocean. Beautiful lady that you are, 
regal as a queen. Oh, wow. Nice. And then it, there's no signature. Weird. Oh, wait, we already figured we out. We know it's Dan Brown, oh, right? Yeah. Sorry, the, the acrostic, acrostic thing just I keeps, know. It you, keeps yeah. throwing me. I know, wow. it's tough. And they <laughs> stayed up into the night talking about different poetic structures. And, and Edgar started to feel something for Carol. So, so let's so just read how many it. syllables think, are in this nine, last line? Okay, well, it's not a haiku, it, so it doesn't matter. I thought we were on a different structure. Well, oh, you're I'm right. So lost. Oh my gosh. Well, I, a pantoum. A pantoum. A pantoum. I believe yes. it has fourteen syllables. Wow. No, okay. that's well. This is you know I oh, can't. I'm having think, so much fun. I can't think of the last time I've enjoyed. Uh, Reading poetry like this. It, I can't it's think make... of the first time. I usually hate poetry. You know, those are some pretty beautiful words to describe you. Well, you know, it's pretty arrogant of him to just write a whole poem for me, but it just turns out to spell his own name. Yeah. Uh, that guy needs to get over himself. Yeah, no kidding. You deserve better, Carol. I mean, who describes their main character as a renowned, like, linguist? Just... Just write it, just, it should come out in the prose that that character is renowned. You shouldn't have to use that adjective. Yeah. Anyways, I've had a really good time, Edgar. Yeah. I'm sorry I came on so strong. No, I'm sorry that I misled you, but are you feeling what I'm feeling? You know, I think I'll be free Saturday once I quit my job. And then I'll be free also the rest of the days of the week, actually. Wow. And you think, uh... Edgar? Oh, go ahead. No, it wasn't no. important. Well, I just, I feel like I could just write you a poem right now. I think I could write you a poem and we could do maybe trade lines back and forth. An acrostic of sorts. Mm-hmm. All right. Our names have the same number of letters. It's perfect. Oh, wait, are we gonna... You're going to gonna... start with the first letter of my name, and I'll start with the first letter of your name. Okay, Edgar. And okay. what's your name? That's right. It's like we're on the same wavelength already. It's so easy to communicate this to you. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. Edgar? Carol? Daily I see you. All my life. I have been a fool. Garfield never made me so happy. Realistically, I didn't think this would happen this way. And neither did I. Oh! <laughs> oh, Carol. Ravish me. Like, now? Yes. And we zoom out, out of the window, across the street to Dan Brown's house. Who's hiding behind <laughs> a grassy knoll. Yeah. A single tear falls down his face. I thought she was an angel. But she turned out to be another demon. <laughs>
Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in to another romantic episode of Something Wiki This Way Comes. Mm-hmm. We romanced the stone, and the stone was your ears. Mm-hmm. And we hope you learned a thing or two about seducing that special someone, mm-hmm. or reverse deductive reasoning your way into a relationship. Yeah, the sexiest way to start a relationship. That's what Arthur Doyle thought. That's right. Before we sign off, I just want to remind everyone. I have been Thomas Toll. I just want to remind everybody that if you want to send a little love our way, go on iTunes, give us five stars, leave a review. That's how we get other people to find our podcast. I have been Thomas Tolls. And I've been Jesse Bergen. JB. TT. And print. print. <laughs> What's that scene there? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>